Welcome, everybody, to an episode of The China Show. It's episode 189. So glad to have you all here. Uh, got quite the show for you today. We're going to be covering all sorts of cool things. Um, but thought I'd first uh, ring you in with a little a scene here from Shanghai. So, well, I guess we better jump right into it with what's new. So let's saunter right into it with what's new. And I'm going to explain what you're seeing over here in Shanghai. Now, in China, they love to put these big song and dance things up there to kind of show that China's got, you know, all this uh, this, this money and it's so international and it's so amazing. So LV has put a little ad campaign in China, which of course has been spreading like wildfire across not only the Chinese internet, but uh, Western internet as well to kind of show how China does everything on such a large scale. Um, not to mention that this is actually just a company doing something on a large scale, but they've basically taken this massive bag and put it on a barge, okay, which they've been uh, floating around in uh, the Bund over here uh, in Shanghai. But there's something that people seem to be forgetting about or just neglecting when they're looking at this footage, right? If you look a little closer, and that is, have you guessed it by now? Um, if you haven't guessed it by now, you'll see in a second. Um, here it comes. That's right. The sky don't lie. Anyway, guys, um, before we continue, I thought I'd bring in today's special guest into the show. Um, you, I'd like you to you. welcome Sea uh, uh, Milk, otherwise known as Lao86, who's going to be joining it. me today on the China show. Yes. Um, so we today. could discuss this stuff. And now, show. <clears throat> I was just telling everybody about this, uh, this LV promotion thing in Shanghai. Oh, I believe I saw that prior. I, I was curious. What are your thoughts on this whole I think, scenario? you know what? Here's the deal. Yeah. A lot of people will accuse China of being kind of tacky, right? And this is this goes throughout a long like a long period of history, especially okay. when China was first like industrializing. Yeah. Making kind of cheap stuff, manufacturing hub of the world. But then they go and do something like this and kind of totally redeem themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You do something like this, then the world looks at China and says, "You know what? China's actually really fashionable, really tasteful, understated." Yeah. Right? And that's what I think. That is a gorgeous, just gorgeous barge. It is, isn't it? The sky don't lie, though. No, it doesn't. No. Now, I'm just uh, currently busy fixing the, the audio for some reason. Every bloody time we start the show, it resets the oh, default you gotta, audio. Oh, you got to do it. Uh, let's see if this comes through this time. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> for those of you who uh, don't know this guy over here, he's also knows a thing or two about China, so I thought it would be good to have him on the China show today. I appreciate that. I appreciate Get a little that. bit of input from you. Nice. Yeah. You run things through me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. you can, you can maybe I'll chime add in here you, and there. You can add a little bit to the show today. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate so. that. Sky, don't lie. Good. Audio's working. Okay, we got some other clips here for you. Never mind this, the LV bag stunt. But I love your red tail hawk that you've <laughs> inserted in there. Well, because very popular bird in China. If the sky was blue, they probably exist there. <laughs> You know what I mean? You think so? I think they would be able to breathe and live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? think about that. I feel like if you dropped a red-tailed hawks in China, they would just die from the smog. Pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. They well, need, they to, need to breathe prey. freedom. Yeah. You know? True. Anyway, yeah. uh, guys, let's look at this clip over here. Um, just to show you the kind of absurdity when it comes to surveillance in China. Look at the amount of security cameras <laughs> in that one little uh, That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean... Well, let's go back there. Sorry. What do you think they're looking at? 
I have no idea, but it better be important. But I have a, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. It doesn't redeem the situation. It actually maybe makes it worse. Mm-hmm. But here's my theory. Okay. Those cameras. Yeah. There only needs to be one. <laughs> yes. But they fail, and they're so haphazardly wired up, and they're so cheap. Let's say yeah, they're yeah, five yeah. bucks, mm-hmm. ten bucks, probably, right? Yeah. That when one fails, instead of trying to tear apart this rat's nest in this Pandora's box of electric wires, right? They just add or splice in a new one. Yeah. So there's actually only supposed to be one camera, but those are all its replacements. I mean, it's po- it, that's that's a possibility, but I'm I'm looking at the amount of wires there. And I know, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. They're probably all hooked up. But yeah. anyway, it's just insane. Just and, to get that real depth of field, that real crisp image, yeah, you know, sure. composite. Yeah, image. and like shit 80p on these things. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. The reason I went to China in the first place is... Um, for a security company. Yeah. Okay, because I used to help them set up their cameras right. and set up their servers for their CCTV security systems. Uh. So I went to China to go and source cameras like that. That's right. And it was insane to me because when I got to China, just the amount of cameras that were everywhere. Yes. You know, you're not used to that normally. But no. every shop, every little kiosk, every little place you go into, there's a camera on a security yes. camera somewhere. Enhance. And yeah, the thing is, you get used to it, yeah. and it just becomes a way of life in China, sure. but it just piles up and piles up. So you actually get to a point where you don't even notice anymore. Yeah, it's like background noise. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So to see a scene like that, people walking past won't think twice about it. They'll just be like, that's normal. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. He is. <laughs> so crazy. This guest talks so much. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll relegate myself to the background. Talkative guest. Anyway, guys, uh, let's take a look at uh, this next clip. Now, this I think is- the guests are supposed to talk. The guests are supposed to answer questions. Right, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, right. Talk about straw mattresses. <laughs> yes, I will. Straw, straw mattress argument over here. Um, now, here's the thing. This is in Tianjin in a senior middle school, okay? So some parents... Is that middle school for dumb old people? Yes, it's, uh, it's uh, the, the higher, higher up... Sorry, yeah, underperforming exactly. old people. Yes, exactly. They're seniors. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe they've been held back. Uh, like held back, 50 years. Held, yeah, that's, that's what this is for. Yeah, because they're senior middle school. Anyway, it's a senior middle school. Uh, and the parents are angry and have been posting this online. They found out in the dormitories that the kids' mattresses are actually just stuffed with grass. <laughs> straw. Yeah, grass yeah. and straw. Yeah, same thing, right? You know, like dried up grass, which then is straw. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you can imagine that's not what you want your kids to be sleeping on in Probably school. Probably not. See, everyone's taking photos of it and like, stuff grass mites and stuff i mean the the point of the matter is like that's just poverty right there you don't yeah. shove a mattress full of straw but that's one of the day. richest cities in china yeah, tianjin yeah i mean you guys should know tianjin from the explosion yeah i think that's what's most famous for unfortunately yeah the chemical explosion. there's that massive chemical explosion that just destroyed a huge a crater area. The city. yeah huge surrounding yeah. area and they were like you know where they kept all the cars parked for distribution destroyed thousands of cars yeah. uh killed yeah. countless people we don't, know. we don't know um they never released the statistics but you've seen the pictures it looks like hiroshima or something it does you know it does. it's absolutely terrible anyway something that we would like to bring up once again uh we're going to show you some footage here which is quite appalling in my uh, opinion but in china history doesn't matter all right? Yeah, you hear You hear this a lot where China mm. will say, oh, 5,000 years of history. China's a, a long history. Yes. And I keep telling people that's actually not true. China has about 75 years of history. Thereabouts. Yes. Yeah, that's I it. Agree. Just that, that's all. 
all the prior stuff to that was completely destroyed. Yeah. Okay. If you go to England, say, and you go to Oxford or something, you can see buildings that are hundreds of years old. Yeah. They've got records of monks writing stuff from the medieval times or whatever. They've got everything there. The history never got erased. They didn't burn the the Oxford University down. Japan, Korea. Yeah, you go go to many countries around the world yeah. that actually Mongolia. have history that you can see, tangible history. In China, that stuff is gone. And I mean, this is a modern example. They're taking a, a historical building here and just simply destroying it to make way for a presumably concrete block of a piece of junk you know and i've seen this with my own eyes you've seen this with your own eyes there's a very famous case where remember in order to bring tourism to a town that was well known for having like ancient temples they wiped they actually sorry they broke remember they broke down the temples and built a fake one in its place yeah you yeah, know I they do. built like a temple I complex do. they took the the real temple smashed it down built a new one i do i do i do <laughs> i remember that like a 700 year old temple or something look china there's no respect for history in china none whatsoever the i can't old, get none yeah there's the, the old stuff is just useless get rid yeah. of it as far as they're concerned we're just no. going to build something new here and More it's old, bro. yeah and it's yeah exactly it's terrible like anyone who cares about history yeah. Um, it's very upsetting to see this kind of it thing. It is, because especially if you appreciate Chinese history, you go yeah. there and you, you actually have to trick yourself and find things. Like, you know me, I was yeah. kind of a weeb for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I would go around and, and fool myself into thinking I was in some, you know, very historical site, finding some very precious thing. And I did find some very special things, but mm. I was latching onto things that had been destroyed, and yeah. I was looking at remnants. Yeah. I was blocking out in my periphery that there was a mountain that was being gouged by 10 excavators. Yeah. And then I was blocking this over here, this eight-lane highway with car crashes on it. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to an old lady about how things used to be. Yeah. Know, used to be. And it's sad. Yeah, it's, it's sad. It's just sad. The the lack of preservation, and um, this, this extends across... All of the CCP's influence. And yeah. if you go to any of the Belt and Road, we're going to be talking about Belt and Road today, guys. Mm. But um, uh, if you go to any of the countries where China's currently helping with infrastructure, let's yeah. say, remember they knocked down that World War II memorial for the fallen soldiers in where was that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. there's like this memorial where yeah. they had statues? In Serbia. In Serbia. And they were just like, screw these statues, knock them all down to make space. Let's just say people were none too <laughs> no. pleased. But Serbia has to suck up to the CCP. Yeah. So they're, they're, there's backlash locally, but they can't do anything about it because yeah. the government, they're not, they, they want China to love them. In Africa, where they go to do gold mining and, you know, yeah. all their other rape the land stuff, they very often destroy sacred sites. You know, yeah. like a sacred river will have very yeah. a lot of significance for that local tribe. Yeah. And they will actually divert the river or destroy it or dig all the ground up or something. So, you know, I'm just saying that this attitude towards their own history and their own cultural relics that you see in China and have seen since Mao's days is extended everywhere. And by the way, before you think people are complicit, no, mm. most Chinese people are not happy about it. No, of this. course not. There, there's a very, there are people that are, you know, Chinese people that are rightfully obsessed with Chinese history and they're yeah. very appalled at this, but there's no power to do anything. No, there's nothing. What are you going to protest? Yeah. What are you going <clears> to <throat> petition the government? There's nothing you can do. But what, here? what you can do is, uh, you know, seriously, Chinese state media is like the gift that keeps on giving. It's truly amazing. Yeah. And somehow this slipped through our fingers. Yeah, we, we uh, completely missed this, this entire uh, series. 
So we wanted to. It's relevant to the topic. It is relevant to the topic. We wanted to introduce you to Xinhua's reporter over here. Let's get us out of here for a second. Let's take a look. China is changing fast, and so. Whoa, whoa! Sorry about that. <clears throat> By the that way, a whiplash. I got whiplash. Yeah, I got to turn this volume down. It's gonna get, oh, give everyone it? like it's gonna make everyone deaf. China's changing fast. Yeah, but you know the the thing about that is if you listen to the China part, they mixed two like obviously they cut two things together where we're saying China, so it's very oh, weird. Okay. China is changing fast, and so are its maps. But I can look physically dazzling like these Chinese. Maybe I should grow old here. Oh, what? <laughs> hold on, hold yeah. on. Mm -hmm. I can almost pinpoint this accent. Okay. Because we're quite familiar. Mm -hmm. um, people in our area tend to make fun of people from this area. I don't know if he's from this area, but that sounds like a Pittsburgh accent if I ever did hear one. But also kind of mixed with New Jersey. Yeah. But it's a very, very obscure accent, and I love it so much. And it's so not presenter worthy. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Yeah, that, that's true, but I think more what he's saying is a little bit I know, sus but the over here. Phrase. What did he just say? If I can, play the whole thing. Okay. If I can look physically dazzling, physically dazzling like these Chinese. <laughs> if I can look physically dazzling like these Chinese, that's a little weird. Do you think he wrote that script? No, not a chance. In fact, I'm quite. Can you play it again? Yeah, I'll play it again. I'm oh. gonna make a statement that I, I I'll actually put money on. Okay, let's get past his uh, thing here. Here we go. China is changing fast, and so are its maps. But I can look physically dazzling like these Chinese. Maybe I should grow old here. <laughs> if I could look physically dazzling like these Chinese, like these, yeah. what what does that mean? If I could look physically, I don't. I, I would put money yeah. on that. This sentence has never been uttered before yeah. prior to him saying this. I think it's the first time in the whole world that anyone's ever said that. It's it's a new sentence. Yeah, it is. If I could look physically dazzling like, like these, these Chinese, Chinese yeah. and he's standing in front of a bunch of Chinese old people, yeah, do an exercise. Yeah, who has ever said physically dazzling? Mm, I don't know. He did. This guy rules. But yeah. what's happening is what's happening <laughs> is what you do. My friend, what's his, I don't remember. Oh, uh, Colin. 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 Maybe a little tip. Maybe you're not doing the same more, but when somebody gives you a script that sucks, yes, right? Like, because I've been fed lines before, mm -hmm. not for mm -hmm. our show, but for stuff we used to do. If somebody feeds you, like, gives you a thing that you're supposed to say, like in our documentaries, yeah. right? And if it sucks, you go, I'm not going to say that. I think it'd be better if I said it like this. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to say, <laughs> you know, you if I look physically dazzling like physical. these Chinese. You know I'd what rather I mean? be mentally dazzling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's see what else this guy, because this guy covered a huge range of topics, obviously, uh, for Xinhua being yeah. a correspondent. Yeah, yeah. Your girl. He kind of looks like Shane Gillis. Oh, yeah. Here. This year marks the 70th anniversary of the People's Republic of China. China. <laughs> oh, Sky Don't Lie, you hit us with the Sky Don't Lie. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that like... That is some pea soup. Or like... That's uh, that's how I remember Beijing. You know what that sky looks mm -hmm. like? It's like if you had you finished a bowl of tomato soup and then yeah. you it's done. Yeah. There's still residue and you pour milk in it. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> that's what that looks like. Yes, exactly that. Anyway, let's see what else He's, he has he to say. He looks dazzling. Yeah. Over the past decades, the country has risen yeah. from shambles into the world's second largest economy. It now has the world's biggest middle income population. I love the green screen. And it's the largest contributor to global economic growth. It is widely acknowledged that a key to China's success is its system of democracy. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
What? Yeah. This guy, he's one-upping himself. Yeah, yeah. Everything he says. Yeah. I love this uh, this lie that uh, China has democracy. They tr- they tried so hard to push that. Because, you know, it yeah. was everybody was always going on about Taiwan being this thriving democracy, right? In the region. So China's like, well, apparently it's good to be called a democracy. So we're going to latch onto that word and say that we have democracy yes. too. Because China's growing fierce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, if you want to know what China's idea of democracy is, is that the <laughs> leaders in the Communist Party get to vote. <laughs> <laughs> the people that you didn't choose. So wait, yes, wait, wait. Yeah. Democracy is when you don't choose the leaders mm-hmm. and they choose everything. Yeah, basically ah, the, a, ah, a couple of powerful men sit around. Oh, I've been yeah. wrong mm. on this stupid American education system they got, yeah get, hmm. and even they don't get to choose because no. remember the, no. the <laughs> yeah. they're like they had to vote whether xi jinping gets another term or not and it was yeah. like two thousand votes or something yeah. and it was two thousand yes zero no so they don't yes. get to vote yeah they just you know it's just all for face anyway just in case you were confused about the whole democracy thing it doesn't exist in china <laughs> what else we got? legislature the npc and top political advisory body the cpp cc national yes. committee that's <laughs> is he walking on top of the lead? Bro's gonna fall. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Like Call his it. leg is in the table. He's, get us out of there. Look, okay. he's like sta- he's standing above the table. Like an in between the cables yeah. down there. What's going on with their cable management? Oh, that's rough. Because this is the most important meeting of China's every year. Like yeah. the most powerful country. Yeah, exactly. Other than the U.S., of course. Yeah. Oh, no, I, but I'm probably wrong about that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, China, China's growing fast. Yeah, it's growing real fast. Anyway, <laughs> the thing is, guys, his green screen is on point. It's okay? incredible. This is what makes this guy so special is his mastery of the green screen. Well, his his state media producers. Yes. Yeah, yeah they're mastery of the green screen. So anyway, let's see what else he's got to say. Get us out of here. Right. Ah, chilling. You didn't edit him in there. No, that is Chinese state media putting him in there, clapping at a, a some or other policy thing and a woman walking in front of excavators. I, I, the thing about a green screen is either you do it like us and you have something in the background that you're mm. referencing yeah. or some decoration. Don't pretend to be you in there. You pretend like you're in it unless you're in a movie and you, you do it properly. I, I've got, there is one clip of him on green screen, which I'm saving for next week specifically, okay. Okay. where he's walking, oh. pretending to walk. Oh. Down an alley. It's just oh. you gotta. You'll see it. You'll see. I it. love yeah, this. This is so maybe good. one of my new favorites. Yeah. This is like Collins green screen capers. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what else he gets up to. PC deputies yeah. and top political advisors work pro bono. They have full time jobs in addition <laughs> to participating in political affairs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I, I like the way he talks. It's kind of got it that. Is. It's He's got, got that, like, like a, I'm walking here yeah, kind no, of a sound he, to it, you know? It sounds like <laughs> if somebody from Pittsburgh was living in New Jersey, like trying to yeah. fit in, like, you remember that show Jersey Shore? Like, I never, never watched it. Okay, it's like, it's that, it's that kind of, mm. it's that vibe. It's like those two melded perfectly in a presenter. That will explain why. And I got another clip of this guy dressed up as like an emperor or some, something from the past okay. saying he comes from the Jersey Shore. Oh, no way. Yeah, I was saving that for next week. But you'll, uh, okay. you'll get to see that next week. Anyway, There's definitely Pittsburgh yeah. elements to yeah. this, though. Anyway, the sky don't lie. Look at how horrendous. When he's not in front of a green screen, he, he probably should just be in front of a green screen because look how terrible it looks. It's, Dude, it's apocalyptic. Yeah. I love how they picked that tree road, though, to try to mask it. But it's so thick that you can see it in the actual air. Yeah. It's that, like... T- 
that like rust veneer mm. in the air. You know, the first time I went to Beijing, it was exactly like this. And I was, it blew me away because I'd seen pollution in Shenzhen. And mind you, I'd been in Shenzhen for probably about three or four years by then. So I'd seen like pretty bad pollution, but nothing like I saw in Beijing. When I no. got to Beijing, when I stepped off the airplane, my lungs actually were burning. My nose was burning. My eyes were watering. You know what's rough is that mm. that's not even close to the worst either. Yeah, yeah the, it's not. The areas in Hebei and some mm. of the areas I went, even in Inner Mongolia, like in the steel areas, yeah. are worse. And that's insane. But yeah. there are people aren't accounted for. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's awful. Anyway, let's continue on. Let's see what else this guy's got uh, up his sleeve. 2017. Deputies raised oh, yes. 41,000 suggestions. Who came up with this idea? Oh my god. Gosh! Can you play that again I will, I with will. the music? Yeah, I've got to play it Somebody all Somebody came up with the idea, by the way, yeah. to make him jump and then cut it poorly. Yes. On top of bureaucratic papers mm -hmm. in front of Xi Jinping's biography. Yes. This is what happens when self-respect, yes. take it, you crumple it up, and you throw it out the window. Hey, maybe he just wanted a gig. Maybe this is a stepping stone. Yeah, but that's still... Like, I know. You, there are certain things people don't do, <laughs> you know? Deputies this? raised more than 41,000 suggestions. <laughs> this is your edit. Yeah, I edit this, obviously. This part. Yeah, yeah this is jump, by the no, way. No, 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 this is him. This is state media. By the way, you know what this reminded me of? Because, okay, wait. <laughs> this is what I was going to say. This yeah. is not the first no, time. It's not the first time Chinese state media shrunk a foreigner down. And I think, <laughs> can you riddle me this? Yeah, yeah. Tell me if I'm getting out, like, out of bounds here. Right. Did somebody in the party slash in the production team be like, let's make these foreigners little? I feel like they, they did. They were like, <laughs> I feel like there was something, them. yes. Let's belittle the foreigners. Because look, he's literally standing in front of Xi Jinping thought books, by the way. That, but I think the other guy is too. Yes, you'll see. I think there was a mandate somewhere because... This is a different guy. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I'm about to show you a clip from not only a different presenter but a different state media yeah this is xinhua yeah and the other one is china daily yes right so it's yes. two different state medias it's state but they're not they're not they don't they they're competitors yes yeah, so yeah. they're competitors but the thing is in both of these clips you see a miniaturized foreigner yeah a miniaturized hanging American around with a xi jinping print. thought book yeah. yeah let's take a look it's a common theme yeah let's take a look <laughs> Here's mini foreigner number two. Creating space for economic heroes. What? What came up with this? I have no idea. Someone thought this was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I looking at? Oh boy, it's an epic journey, dude. Look. <laughs> Gosh, they really did this multiple times with different people. Oh, yeah, but it gets better. He, like, watches Xi Jinping on an iPad. The little foreigner. <laughs> okay, so there's a little bit of extra story to this. Little because... Lord Fauntler, little Lord Foreigner. <laughs> yes, exactly. Little Lord Foreigner. <laughs> so anyway, this guy, 
Um, after I watched this this video, um, probably about a year ago, or so yeah, um, it, I looked him up, right? And he's on LinkedIn and stuff. And he he moved to Hong Kong to become like a real okay. uh, journalist or something. Yeah. So just on, I think on Twitter, I just added him that video. I'm like, just hey, a joke. you know, I just say, hey, bro, what's this all about? And he right. blocked me immediately. He's like, nobody can know about this. No one. <laughs> Oh well. oh well we're in no we don't have any ill will like you do what you gotta do and you i just thought on. it was pretty funny he clearly doesn't do Dude, this anymore i do i do the same i'd yeah, be yeah. like don't remind oh, me see i would own it i would make this my you know when you go yeah. to youtube's uh, youtube channel and it yeah. auto plays a video that would be my autoplay that'd video. be your autoplay video because be it's funny mm. it's funny as hell you gotta own it you yeah. gotta own yeah, it. yeah you, you do have to own it that that time i was miniaturized and carried around I made by fun of myself media. when I was chilling for the CCP I wasn't it's getting true. paid to do it it's but true. like you know like you gotta own it you gotta look your past you gotta grow yep literally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love it I love it okay um, let's, let's move on shall yeah. we <laughs> oh my goodness I just can't believe that yeah. there were two separate occasions on two publications yeah. where they shrunk down a foreigner and made him stand in front of Xi Jinping books. Do like stupid jumps yeah. and stuff. There was a yeah. mandate yeah, that yeah, said so like, shrink it. a foreigner, shrink a white guy yeah. and put him in front of Xi Jinping. Yeah, that's yeah. and that happened twice. You've seen the twice. evidence right here on state media. Shilliver's travels. <laughs> Shilliver's travels. Yes. <laughs> Shilliver's somebody travels. somebody makes a fan up please of shilliver's oh travels god yeah okay let's move on okay so let's are we moving on because yeah. i still see <laughs> we're getting Pittsburgh back. jersey boy yeah we're getting back to jersey shore over here uh, yeah. <laughs> we're in an era of globalization international cooperation plays a role in almost every country's development among the many existing cooperation platforms, no idea. Yeah, dude, I love the edit. They just threw in so many random little yeah, cuts. Yeah, it's there. like they bought a pack. You know, you buy one of those packs. Yes, and it's like, like make spruce up your video. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> that. Anyway, I'm pretty sure there's some Xi Jinping books in here, but let's not bother with that. Let's move okay. on. Initiative has emerged to the forefront. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. The Belt and Road. <laughs> Over roughly six uh, years, this initiative has evolved yes. into the world's largest platform for international cooperation. And how did it gain its popularity? The secret lies in the word share. For starters, the BRI boosts connectivity. <laughs> you know it's coming. Yeah. I mean, I mean, wow. Pick this, a better day. This is your polluted. advert. This is your, like, we're going to cooperate with the world. Look at our horrible pollution. You know what that doesn't look like? What? Dazzling. No, it's that certainly not, not dazzling. dazzling. No. I mean, anyway, for those of you who don't know what the Belt and Road initiative, the what do they call the Bait and Rob initiative? The Bait and Rob initiative. Yeah. I like that one. It's pretty much the Chinese um, neo-colonialist drive. It is. it is. So what they do is they approach poor countries, developing countries, and don't you find it, uh, like, first of all, absurd that China classes itself as a developing country? Well, they, they do it for a reason. Yeah, I know. But they do yeah. that so they can get, uh, first of all, foreign aid gets mm. sent to China uh, and has been up until very recently. Lots and millions and billions of dollars worth of aid has been sent to China because it's developing. But they get all sorts of special trade deals because they're a developing country. They don't have to pay tax on certain yeah. things. They can take advantage of the World Trade Organization. Yeah. There's lots of things they can do as a developing country. But riddle me this. What developing country sends people to the moon, has a space the station? Oh, the... Uh, the moon. 
<laughs> has a space station, loans trillions of dollars to other countries. This is not a developing mm. country. This is what's called taking advantage of loopholes. Mm. Mm. Anyway, um, the, the BRI initiative, they go to a poor country and they say, hey, we will help you out by helping you build some infrastructure, yeah. like a railway or yeah. a port or a, I don't know, university or something. And it's going to help you with your local economy because yep. you're going to get jobs. Yep. It's going to give you infrastructure that you didn't have yep. and all that kind of stuff. And you can pay us back later. Yeah. That's what they say. <clears throat> so then the government, especially they go to corrupt countries, you know, usually these smaller countries that have yeah. a pretty corrupt government. Yeah. They're like, you know, all behind the scenes doing whatever they do. So they're like, yes, we'll do it. China comes in. Not only do they import all the workers from China, so they don't actually generate a lot of jobs for the locals because the majority of the labor still comes from China. Um, and then the, the Chinese laborers get all the money paid to them. So when they go back to China, they take all the money back with them. They also then build crappy infrastructure that's not worth what they've charged that country. Yeah. Okay. And then the countries can't pay it back. Yeah. And they don't pay it back. So then they default on the loan and China can come in and say, well, you didn't pay us. So now you're going to owe us the strategic piece of land. You're going to owe us rights to mine over here. You're going to owe us that airport now belongs to us yeah. or that port or uh -huh. this railway or whatever. So well, what? There, what? There's a port. Oh, uh, yeah, there's a port. port right? Yeah, this one. Anyway, you get the idea. <laughs> you cut it off. It's part of Dan. You get the idea. It seems like such a nice thing on paper. Yeah, We're going to sure. come in and help. Sure. But it's nefarious. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And all the countries that have actually participated in the Belt and Road, I don't think there's a single success story. Um, there are very few. Mm. I'm becoming a bit of an expert on the BRI okay. because I've, I've covered it to such extent. But I'll talk about some developments that have happened as we move on. All right. Anyway, so... Let's see. My report is coming. Yeah. Now, this, this stats and figures. Oh, great. So glad I got you back on the show. Yeah. yeah. You anyway. Gotta have it. <clears throat> Graphs, too. Yeah. She's oh, okay. Well, guys, now the reason we're showing you this whole guy doing his stupid green screen stuff in the sky down lines, we're building up to this, what he's doing here. Yeah. And this is a promo for the Belt and Road Initiative. So yes. rather than put you through this entire boring video, because what he does is he goes and, um, they do segments and they go to a person from Ghana or a person from all the different countries yeah. that have, in, yeah. you know, Pakistan and stuff that have indebted themselves into this indentured program. They like get a student or something from there that they find in a Chinese university. They, and they choose get, one. Yeah, Did you get any soundbite about choices? Um, yeah, I haven't. Oh, uh, okay. Not yet, so. not yet. No worries. No worries. Anyway, the fact is they bring the guy, the, they bring like a student and they put him on camera and they'll be like, yes, this cooperation between China and my country is amazing yep. and because it's going to do this and that. It's always and, a student. Or yeah, something. it's just some poor student that yeah. they've cornered who's studying Chinese yeah. in the university and they're yeah. like, he's from Ghana. He can be the spokesperson for Ghana. Anyway, they did that with a bunch of people, but most importantly, they did it with an Italian dude who wants to kind of be Marco Polo or some okay. nonsense. Okay, yeah, how it happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like a thing we call, if there's a foreigner that moves to China and they become like, like I'm, I don't want to talk to other foreigners because yeah. I'm 
here to live in China. Like when they're too holier than thou. Dude, that's hilarious. You'll get that. Like there'll be a foreigner who lives in a certain area and he's like moved yes, specifically yes. to like a more scummy area. Yeah. So he can like slum around yeah. and, and go to, and he has his favorite restaurants and yeah. all that. And you just happen to go into that area or live nearby yeah. and you go and you sit down at a restaurant. You'll get a scowl. You'll get a scowl. He'll like walk past or sees you. He's like, he doesn't give you the, he doesn't what, give you the foreigner nod. No, he's like, what's, the, what's this foreigner doing in my neighborhood? It's that Here's kind the of deal. Guy. In China, there's this unspoken rule. Mm-hmm. It's called the Laowai nod. Mm-hmm. Black, Hispanic, white, a- even Asian if you're from, you know, yep. if you're not from China. It's just a thing you do and you nod at the other foreigner and they nod back because there's not many. And yeah. you know that your situation is rather unique, yeah. right? And that's just something you do. You're like, oh, hey, you know, where are you from? It's just a talking point, right? Yeah. But those Marco Polos, they never give you the law, why not? No, no, because <laughs> you're, you're competition because yeah. they're just there for the attention. Yeah, the attention. And they're like, how can there be another foreigner in this space? Now people are going to look at them rather than me type thing. Yes. You know? It's ridiculous. Anyway, yes. uh, back to back to this. We just got another, another little thing that we have to show you is part of their Belt and Road propaganda is they try to pretend that America needs to borrow money from China. Oh, that's a delicious. Wait, what's, what am I looking at? Yeah, what are you is looking at? Is that a green screen? Yes. Ah, beautiful. Of course it oh, is. Oh, I love it. Let's uh, let's take a look. Meanwhile, the BRI he's also run over. <laughs> and now he's in America, apparently. Standing in traffic. Yep. I mean, surely he could just go there because he's American. That right? have anyway. not signed up for it. We in the U.S. need a lot of funds <laughs> to modernize our infrastructure. And China has the experience and expertise. I mean, come on. What? I mean, I get that American infrastructure is old. I yeah. get that. And it does need severe updating. Mm. But it's not that America lacks the funds to do it. That's no. not the issue. And no, America's not reaching out to China for help on that. They also don't need the expertise. Absolutely because not. Because China's infrastructure is all based on uh, foreign infrastructure. All the trains, all the rails, all the technology is based on something that they had to learn from overseas or copy from overseas yes. or license from yes. overseas. It's nothing that's homegrown. It's all, every part of it is just something that's based on something else. So they don't have some special expertise. No. You know, it's kind of silly to say that. Well, that many, many times they claim to have something called AI 5G Oh, this? Yes. Anyway, let's get back into it. So let's get into this, the continue with this BRI nonsense. Apparently everybody needs China's BRI to help the U.S. in that regard. I'm really interested in the Chinese culture, Chinese oh, history, yeah. Chinese food, people, uh, customs. Marco Mazzola, yeah. an Italian chef who initially became intrigued by China because of its cuisine, now studies Chinese That's in good. Shanghai. I appreciate that. Yeah, but again, see, they found a student. Yeah. So they, they'll introduce people as a whatever they are, but at the end yeah. of the day, you're a Chinese student. If you're studying in China, by the way, you're not allowed to work. No. You're not Correct. allowed to. So maybe he's a chef in his own home and cooks his own pizza for himself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he can't be a professional chef and be studying at the same time. That's illegal. Let's be honest. The double standards are rich in state <laughs> yeah, media. Yes, they really are. There are people on the most basic of visas that will be doing everything because the state allows them yeah, to. Yeah, correct, right? correct. So. Anyway, I just had to put that out there. Yeah. All right, so uh, get out of here. What has he got to say? 
is one belt, one road. It's going to help more Italian people and more people from Europe to come to China to study and work, to understand more about the culture. Today, uh, my dream is to, to put all together and to, to make it become like a book, uh, to make myself a kind of uh, a modern times uh, Marco Polo. I love how they made the ships for him even. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Shattered dreams. Sorry, dreams sorry, Italian chef made of cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm sorry. I, I Actually, that guy is fine. He's like, fine. I, I, I appreciate his effort, and I also had a great interest in China and still do. Yeah. And, and to be a student and to study the language and the cuisine, that's fantastic. We're not making fun of him. We're but... making fun of the idea that they have to choose a student to represent a country yes. in order to bolster their BRI propaganda. Yeah, what I was going to get at is what yeah. I'm talking about is that they made him obviously throw in this belt and road initiative thing is somehow he had a genuine experience and it has to be tied to this propaganda about belt and road and guess what guys it's the main event italy formally pulls out of china's belt and road initiative and about a month or two ago i called this yeah uh, mm. on my channel i, I got a, i was hit with a lot of skepticism people mm -hmm. are like that's all talk they're not gonna pull out that's their china's only western belt and success story belt and road initiative success story yeah um, it shocked the world when italy initially agreed to this and guess what ding 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 i'm not saying i was right but i was right italy did formally pull out and we're going to get into that real quick yeah so <clears throat> before we get into this by the way uh it's time for a quick word from our sponsor everyone so if you could just pay attention we'd love for you to see this most important most important thing on a bike trip and the most important thing for a healthy lifestyle is a healthy diet. And that's why I'm proud to say this video is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. And originally I wanted to give it a try because I wanted better gut health. I wanted to increase energy. I wanted immune system support. And I, I hate taking all these like 10 pounds of vitamins and pills and all these vegetables and stuff. It's so much more convenient to take AG1 in the morning before I even drink my coffee. It makes me feel amazing because I know I just did something really good for my body. It's got all the vitamins I need. It's got everything that my body craves throughout the day. Taking AG1 is so easy. It's the easiest thing you can do under a minute. It's one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day. And it's been part of millions of mornings since 2010. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash ADV. That's athleticgreens.com slash ADV. Check it out. Whoa, we're back. Oh, we're back. Thank you, Athletic Greens, once again, for sponsoring the China Show. You know? We love it. We love it. Mm, we it's we excellent drink it, stuff. and it's delicious, and it's nutritious, and we love it so much. So, guys. Uh, visit down the link below. Yes. Um, it's time for us to go into the main segment of our show, which is Soft Power Hour. This is how China tries to change your mind through its various uh, means and ways. And uh, you're going to have to talk a little bit about this whole Belt and Road Initiative and how Italy decided to join this whole thing in the first place. So a lot of people are attributing this to politics, to the election cycle, to the fact that... Uh, you know, Maloney, the president Maloney is more right wing. So they're saying, look, it's a big success for that. We're going to push that aside. Okay. Today we're talking about actually what happened, right? And I think yeah. this is a 30 second clip that will explain things pretty well. Okay. Is, is it in English? Yes. Okay. Italy has officially told China it is leaving the Belt and Road Initiative. That's mm. according to government sources on Wednesday. 
Italy became the first and so far the only major Western nation to join the trade and investment program, ignoring warnings from the United States that it might allow China to take control of sensitive and vital infrastructure. However, Italian Prime Minister Giorgia Maloney said when she took office last year that she wanted to withdraw from the deal. She said it had brought no significant gains to Italy. The 2019 accord expires in March 2024. An Italian government source said Rome would not be renewing the pact. China's foreign ministry spokesperson Wang Wenbin told reporters on Thursday that the belt... Was that Wait, yeah. who, who is that? Oh, that's right. Just just had to put it in there. <laughs> Sorry to break yeah. up the news. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, what, what did he have to say other than... <laughs> <laughs> the, for those of you that understand, yeah. Wang Wenbin, for some reason, mm -hmm. and we don't get it either, sure. but somebody in our chat during a live show said he sounds like a, the gurgling of a water Yeah, cooler. going glug, glug, glug. And some people started making memes out of it. Anyway, we laughed for like five minutes yes. because somehow it makes sense. Makes sense. And so it became a like a ritualized thing. Yeah. So now that you're all caught up. Let's move on. What did what did he have to say other than this? <laughs> okay, let's see. Tom Road has enormous appeal and global influence without singling out Italy for criticism. China firmly opposes smearing and undermining cooperation in dialogues. <laughs> That's what is masking. Yes. The English voice is masking. Yeah, it's masking that. that. Yeah. Developing the Belt and Road Initiative and opposes confrontation and creating division among the camps. You know what's weird what? is actually all I heard was something else. Oh, you what were you hearing? This? Hong, 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 Hong. Yeah, that's all I heard. Yeah, yeah, anyway, let's carry on. 100 countries have signed agreements with China to cooperate on Belt and Road Initiative since it was launched in 2013. Okay, so this is a trend that is, mm -hmm. I'm going to say, it's kind of like putting a Band-Aid on a wound that started. Now, if you mm -hmm. don't know, the Belt and Road Initiative, like you said prior, if you're just tuning in, is this idea that China can spend trillions of dollars around the world and gain influence in those countries. It's basically a clever way to counterfeit or wash the idea that you're colonizing a, new, a country, yeah. right? China has this whole thing about how, how it was colonized and rightfully so, how it was taken advantage of by other countries, right? Japan, mm. Western powers, right? But they can't use that same kind of ideology to continue to do that to other mm -hmm. countries. So they say, hey, what we'll do is we'll invest in yeah. your country. We're going to import our own workers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Everything that we promise you, you're not going to achieve. Mm -hmm. A lot of the projects that we start won't finish. And then when we don't finish that, you're still going to owe us a ton of money, and when you can't pay that, we get your ports. Exactly, and it's then we'll a make horrible. a board game about it too. Yes, which we covered last time, <laughs> yeah. a couple couple shows ago. Yeah. <clears throat> so what you have to understand is that this has this was smiled upon in the beginning as some sort of new idea, right? Mm. Forget all of the you know the international funds and the U.S. you know leading the world in in charitable donations to other countries and helping with these things, right? China won the PR battle on that one, and China's image kind of improved internationally when the Belt and Road started. Yeah. We saw the like, cracks right in the beginning uh, in places like Sri Lanka and mm. things like this, right? Some of the African countries. Italy was already knee-deep in this bizarre cooperation that really bucked the trend of the Western alliances that we have, right? Mm. The EU, the U.S., NATO, all of these, all of these, these uh, organizations were looking at a member state mm. 
that's glaringly in opposition to what they have agreed upon, which is don't let China near critical infrastructure. Yep. They have proven to have stolen trillions of dollars in intellectual property. Mm -hmm. They have nefarious intent with their military. Yep. They're threatening sovereign nations like Taiwan. They have expanded across the South China Sea. They've shown all of the things that we've worried about in the past with countries like the Soviet Union. That's happening now. Sure. So let's not cooperate on a very, very high level, maybe only economically. Sure. Right? Italy said, no, we'll do whatever we want. Get out of our way. Italy can't stagnate any more than it already has. Mm. Right? Huge yeah, at least the trains there. are on time. And that's not true. No, it's not true. <laughs> yeah. A little close to home with the current <laughs> yeah, leadership. I know. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> anyway, by the way, if you've never Googled Mussolini's, uh, what's that picture? Oh, the, the, where CCC, yeah, yeah. it's like his look headquarters. Up, yeah, look Mussolini's up Mussolini's headquarters. headquarters. It is the craziest, <laughs> it's like, most looks like from a Bond thing. movie or yeah. something. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, a, like a cartoon. It it's is. so evil. It's like Batman's nemesis or something. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. cutting to the chase, Italy bucked the system. They said, no, we're going to cooperate. They cooperated so much mm -hmm. that they actually brought in Chinese police and had cooperative police forces. Yeah, uh, they do the patrols. Police. Yeah, the Fuzhou police. <clears throat> yeah, they patrol around. It was under the guise of helping Chinese tourists, yes. as usual. And that's how th these things start. Uh, yeah. Moving on, they, they stopped that in 2022, yeah. mm -hmm. right? But this they started in like 2016 or something. Right. Uh, kind of during this whole hubbub when everyone's talking about this BRI stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Also, turned out, mm -hmm. and this is damning for Italy and the EU in general, but you can read this. Okay, Italy is home to the largest number of unofficial Chinese police stations globally, a report by a Spanish human rights group said. Safeguard Defender said Monday that it had identified 48 more stations, 11 of which are in Italy with others located in Croatia, Serbia, Romania, among other countries. We remember the whole controversy when this came to light, that China operates these illegal overseas police stations that are used to intimidate and to cause all sorts of woes for Chinese diaspora abroad and anyone who criticizes the oh, yeah, Chinese government. Yeah. So they have these illegal police stations, a physical presence in all these countries where they have people working there. They can send people out to harass or to Mon at least do bad monitor. things and monitor people around uh, that country. It's real bad. And you mm. got to always keep in mind that Italy was the that Western. 11. Yeah. Probably it more. Was the Western face of Chinese influence in the West. Yeah. It was bad. It was yeah. real bad. So. Well, when... I mean, just think about it for a minute. If you've got a Chinese police station in Italy. Yeah. It's so easy to get into the rest of Europe from Italy. Yeah, it's an EU un so it's it's like, an open border. It's like a command center mm -hmm. for the whole of Europe. They can just why, send I mean, them the out. That's why the EU wasn't chill with this. No, right? No. But you understand, like, when Italy bucked the system and allowed all this and said, yeah, we'll do the BRI because our economy sucks. Yeah, we'll allow this police cooperation. Yeah, we'll let all the educational institutes join at the hip. Yeah, we'll allow all of these interactions at a very high level and sacrifice the national security of our entire continent, right? Yeah. You understand that people were concerned, and that definitely had some, at least something to do with the next election, right? Yeah. So you have Maloney, that she comes in here, and she's popular and unpopular on both sides. She's a polarizing figure, but she says at least part of her campaign is that we're not going to allow this anymore, right? Yeah. And that's absolutely something I can agree with her on. This is something that shouldn't have been allowed 
from the get-go. Yeah. It's it was alarm bells across the entire Western world. Yep. Why did they let you know why they let it happen? Because they watched this video. And it definitely was this. Now what we it's a segue <laughs> into this. You understand yeah. why China cares so much about this Belt and Road Initiative is because China has so many internal issues. Yes. And so many economic problems that the only way to really offload those things is to expand your territory and resources into other countries, right? Yeah. So they tried for the past six, seven years to just pound us and everybody around the world with propaganda about how good the Belt and Road Initiative is. And one of the most popular pieces of propaganda was this music video that they put Which, out. Which, by the way, the audio. China can never, state media can never get audio right. This is supposed to be a big budget thing. This is. And listen to the audio. Listen to the audio for the beginning. Don't worry, it gets better. But the fact that they left this bad audio yeah. in camera audio, and, uh, anyway. This is a classic. Yeah, let's take a quick look. Yeah, you never heard of the Belt and Road? Yeah. The big vision of that government changed. Now, what exactly there? And that is along the road. And the road is a symbol on the sea. Oh, I see. In Chinese, you gotta eat. Really good audio, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. That's with the, the truck horn. <laughs> I don't know. This is a catchy song. Oh, yeah. Like, they got people from all around the world. Oh, yeah. See? Anyway, it's just a big propaganda piece with this grooving band. Well, when, it, when the Belt and Road reaches Europe, re Europe's red, red wine is delivered. I did a whole parody slash breakdown of this on my channel years ago. So they're talking about Italy there because Europe. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's well, probably like, France's red wine. Yeah, Could but be Italy too. But they're not Belt and Road. They are not. You're right. Definitely talking about Italy. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's right. the only Europe Belt and Road thing. Right. So look at them. Belt Road, you mean? Yeah, Belt Road. Yeah. yeah, Belt Road. Let's take a look at more of some Belt Road over here. Yeah. Oh, you finished it. You yeah, didn't did. let it play we're not, out. We're not playing the entire song. Oh, man, but We've it's so catchy. We've covered this probably a it's million so times. It's so catchy. It's not like two sessions, you know. This one is catchy. I think two sessions it's better. is way it's more way better. fun than yeah. this. I don't think this song is that funny. I think it sucks. It's terrible. Anyway, we showed that to you for a purpose, okay? Yes. The fact that the Chinese government is releasing rap music videos about the Belt and Road Initiative. Rap they, rock. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Whatever that, that was. nonsense Grooving. was. <clears throat> The huge amount of propaganda that they've been putting out about this Belt and Road for years and years and years shows you how important this big initiative is to the Chinese government, right? Yes. So what have you got up here? Is this a Belt and Road initiative over yes. here? Yes. I just wanted to show a couple things and then I'll read off some stuff. Um, okay. <clears throat> you know, there's Belt and Road Initiative projects in 100 plus countries. Sure. And a lot of them, and this goes, it's funny, it's so funny, and I should have included this. Mm -hmm. But it's so underreported because China has mastered the art of SEO, which is search engine optimization. Yes. What they do is they populate the search results with all of their own state media stuff. Mm. And something needs to be done Dude, about this. Dude, it's so bad that when you search, like, what was it, genocide of Native Americans? Yeah. yeah. The first thing that pops up is a Chinese state media article about like how America genocided yeah. all of its Native Americans. As counter-propaganda to the Uyghur genocide. Yes. It's insane. That yeah. was the first result mm. for Americans. Yes, for Americans. What the hell? So they've mastered search engine optimization. Yeah. So when you look it up, it's insane how underreported the failures of the Belt and Road are. Yeah. You'll get articles that talk about it, but when you want to search for media and examples, they have successfully suppressed so much information about this. Mm. What I've noticed is that um, when you look this up, there is an article that came up, a state media article. It's fascinating. Yeah. It said, 
uh, the Belt and Road Initiative fail. This is from from like China Daily or something. Yeah, it said the Belt and Road Initiative failures are are widely represented, but its successes are underrepresented. They called uh, the article that. Yeah, <laughs> which is so, like what they're trying to do. Basically, yeah, exactly. Like the reverse psychology. I mean, you have to think about it this way: the countries that where it's failing terribly. Yeah, they owe China billions of dollars, right? Yeah. So when you owe somebody billions of dollars, you're probably not going to go out there and and uh, badmouth them. Because you're you, in debt to why them. Why would you? Yeah, you're in debt to them, yeah. right? So you wouldn't. No. So, I mean, look, the truth is out there. It's pretty easy to find out. You just need to look at the Belt and Road Initiatives, uh, the countries that have signed up. Yeah. Take a look at the infrastructure projects. Did they get completed on time? You know, are, yeah. is the company defaulting on, uh, the country defaulting on the loans? What controversy is going around? You always find out that there's a corrupt politician who's being ousted now because he agreed yeah. to this stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? It's gotten so bad mm. that a lot of these countries, for example, Sri Lanka, yeah. Chad, Ethiopia, Zambia, yeah. they have to restructure negotiations to the point where, do you remember when I was talking about how there's already initiatives and funds in place from developed countries that help these countries out with real effort with checks and balances? Yeah. And then China gets all the good PR because they do things fast, but they do it terribly. Yes. But they get the PR first. And nobody pays attention to the article anymore. It's kind of like sure. the world we live in where like... People will read a headline, they didn't learn anything, and that's their opinion from now on. Yeah. The China's taken advantage of this attention deficit culture where they put out, well, we've just invested a billion dollars in Chad, yeah. right? And then they'll be like, oh, that's that's really cool. China's doing great. And they don't read through it, and then they don't follow up on it. It falls apart. Chad renegotiates and has to go to the IMF, which is the International Monetary Fund, and ask for help, which was the already the, the fund that was in place for this type of thing. Yeah. So they, China... Brings in its own workers. And steals from the IMF as well. Takes from the IMF and takes resources from the, the host country. Yes. Doesn't contribute to the economy. Doesn't finish the project. Yeah. Potentially defaults on it. Mm -hmm. That country is left in ruins yeah. in, in that sector. Yep. And then that country has to go back to the IMF to ask for help. Yep. You see how this doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. It's just absolute disaster. It's, it's basically like a big rape. You know? It's what it is. China's just, just... Yeah, exactly. Raping these countries. Yeah. And uh, and the systems that are in place. It's horrible to see it unfold in front of your eyes. And it's horrible to see gullible people falling for this. Yeah. Anyway, you've got a graph. What is this? We just look at this. The value of the BRI projects is supposed to have been exponentially higher each year. And it's gotten so bad right now. Yeah. That China now, at least even the, the leader has said that, um, has had, kind of had to restructure how they talk about it, how it's a, a challenge now, right? Mm -hmm. And you're looking at it, you're supposed to see this exponential growth because it's this thing that's supposed to grow exponentially. That's sure. the whole point of growing your influence in these countries, and mm -hmm. it's completely stagnated. In fact, in 2022, it was down from 2021. Mm. In 2023, we'll find out the results at the end of the year. That yeah. is not the trajectory you want to see on your biggest ambition in the world. Sure. Right? Uh, there's another one here which shows the... Um, the new BRI projects, you're you are seeing them just skyrocket, usually around like 2017 is in my memory, but it's 2016 where all these new projects were yeah. just, these countries are getting hammered with them. Sure. Italy was jumping on board at that year, right? And we've watched it just dwindle year on year over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And they are not gaining the influence that they once had hoped for. Now, I'm not saying that countries aren't going to keep joining. Sure. I'm not saying that this is a complete dismal failure to the point where they, they're going to pull the plug tomorrow because it's too big to fail. Right. It's too much of the economy. It's too much. There's too much on the line. Mm -hmm. But I will say that 
I think China has to look in the mirror and say, this is not what we originally set out to do. <clears throat> like the, the goals have not been achieved. And we need to probably stop hemorrhaging all of these resources because unless they're getting like two times return on their investment in whatever resources they're taking from that country, this is not going to be worth it. Sure. Right. At the end of the day, <clears throat> these well, countries think, will fall out of favor. Yeah. I, I think what's happening here is countries are in the beginning, they were promised something yeah. um, and it sounded good. Yeah. But now there are enough examples out there to show that it doesn't work. Yes. And that it's actually yes. foolish to go ahead and join the BRI yes. and to start these projects simply because you're starting to see, you know, hey, it failed here, it failed there. Um, and this this country lost its deep water port. That country lost its airport. That country now has lost all its mining rights, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. And you're like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't join. I you think know? you're right. I think this has a very, this has very poor, like, uh, Optics. Short, mm -hmm. not, uh, yeah, it's poor optics, but it's also just poor short, ter short term results in getting people to change their mind. But long term, no <clears> one's <throat> going to look at the BRI as a success story. No. And I think a lot of countries will learn from that. I think this is really pushing more countries into the Western fold again. Mm. I think it's backfiring. Yeah, well, let's see where, where that all ends up. Eh? <clears throat> yeah, well, Italy was a huge blow because yeah. Italy was the poster child because it was the only Western ally that was in the BRI, <laughs> right? Yeah. Sorry, I just had a chuckle because I remembered our show on Monday. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> so for those of you who don't know, we have a VIP show on Monday. <laughs> and, well, if you weren't there, this is what you missed out on. Let's take a look at this nonsense. What, what? is she doing? What is that? No, get out of here. No, you get out of here. It's like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah. When I see this, I feel so depressed. I feel horrible. <laughs> Chickens living in a van. <laughs> stupid chicken doesn't go over that stupid pole. What's wrong with a stupid <laughs> he chicken? He can't get over that no. pole. No, he's like, what? He can literally flies and jump. They're like, no, I cannot cross this magical pole. Oh, and here's the mascot of the amusement park. <laughs> Gilly Man. Gilly Man. I Lots personally like the Peppa Pig guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like. Peppa Pig hunting rifle. Hunting? Yeah. And it's, murder? Yeah. With Peppa Pig. I know, it's just so wrong. It was a great show. Yeah, we, we really enjoyed that. By the way, that was... Um, let's get us up there. That was us talking about um, a kind of a cursed amusement park that I came across and filmed. And I filmed this uh, amusement park. You'd have to watch it to see. It's but it was fascinating. Just, yeah, it, it was very interesting. It's very funny. Yeah. So if you would love to join us, please come over to patreon.com forward slash ADV podcast. Uh, if you have the means, we'd love to see you there. It's a hell of a lot of fun. And like I said, it's a VIP show. So we get to really open up to you guys, talk about a lot of things, and we show you things that we just don't normally show on YouTube. Yeah, it's a yeah. blast. It's Super a blast. Fun. Anyway, let's move on now. I guess it's time for uh, Wumao Corner, right? Uh, yes, you, and, you would be correct. Okay, and uh, from Wumao Corners, uh, is this really Wumao? Uh, no, I, <clears throat> I put him in the wrong order. Okay. So skip forward, please. Okay, I'll skip forward. Quick. I'm skipping forward. This? Not yet. This? No. Uh, this? No. Uh, no. This, no, no, this, this, no, no, this, 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 this. Uh, no, sorry. This. Yes, no, no, no. Go back. It's all that the all the war stuff. All the war stuff. Yeah, is it starts. Corner. That's Wumau Corner, and then worldviews prior to that. Sorry, okay. I mix it up. All right, my bad. Okay, no worries. We'll sort this out in a second. All right, here we go. So this is uh, going to be Wumau Corner now. What are we looking at there? You tell me. You're the ship boy. I'm not a ship boy. I'm not like this one of them. This is in Texas. This is a uh, <laughs> battleship of sorts destroyer uh, a destroyer 
you sunk my destroyer. Yeah, it's a cool looking ship. I'll give you it's that. It's pretty like a, spiky. It's like a stealth <laughs> ship or something. You know, it looks very futuristic. Um, so what I want to say about this? That's is, an, it's an American ship. This is American. of war. This is the most important thing. You <laughs> yeah, can, you can just play through. Okay, right. I'll play through. Um, this ship has some significance because you know what it did. You know what this ship did? What this cheeky ship? Mm-hmm. This is it. Station Texas here. Yeah. Um, people sending it off, giving it to good luck. That's not the same no, ship. That is not the same ship. You're right. Can okay. I say what happened? What? That's a Chinese ship. It met this ship. Okay. You know where it met it? Not in Texas. No, where? That ship that you just saw that was in Texas mm-hmm. was pretty far away from Texas in the South China Sea. I see. And it was kind of boating around as boats do. Yeah. And yeah. it was met by this. By the way, this Chinese ship is an interesting number. <laughs> I mean, a little yes. on the nose, guys. 666 over there. A little yeah. on the nose, Mark of the guys. beast. Um, <laughs> You just can't make Reminds that me up. of this guy I saw in Shenzhen and I filmed his outfit. Oh, this guy. Yeah. This Lucifer. Lucifer guy. 666. Six, 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 Lucifer. Triple X. What Man, even this is guy that? loves the devil. Like, who, who wears that? <laughs> anyway, this is interesting. You know, I saw that. That's not the first time I saw that. I saw that in China quite a few times. I saw it a few times. Isn't it weird? It was a weird thing. Yeah. It's probably some fashion thing. It's probably in the West, to be honest. Maybe, maybe somebody could tell us. Anyway, the anyway, devil ship thing, yeah. <clears throat> devil ship was pretty mad and sent out these little boats that looked like they would they would be from Empire Strikes Back or something. <laughs> anyway, do you know why? Because that one. Yeah, it was. It, China was saying that this ship was uh, in its own territorial waters. Now, keep in mind, mm-hmm. this American ship was in international waters. Yes. Right, but China was claiming. That it was in its own territory, right? Yes, as they do. Oh, we'll examine that. By the way, the Philippines has also been really pissed off about China's claims. Yeah, because they've been actually putting up like lines yes, in right the there. water. They've been, it's insane. The Isn't, amount of encroachment. That's the their sort of militia yes. uh, fishing, Correct. you know, illegal fishing yes. fleet, which goes around the entire world raping the seas, by the way. Yeah. And I'm using that word a lot in this episode, but it's true. That's what they do. Yeah. They go to like just outside the Galapagos Islands there. Yes. They destroy all the sea life, and then they wait until after dark. They turn off their transponders, go into the protected areas, and fish there. The endangered wildlife. Yes, yeah. and destroy and it. Control the ground as well, yeah. like the, the, under the ocean. They do very unethical fishing practices, and they do it around the whole world, on the coast of South America, on the yeah. coast of South Africa, where I'm from. Every, Pretty insane. Everywhere. They are insane. They go around the entire world destroying the it's ocean. It's crazy because, like, and I know this is getting off topic, but, mm-hmm. like, Remember when the whole world was in Somalian pirate fever? Everyone was talking about, like, got to take care of those Somalian pirates. They're yeah. crazy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're just so negligible compared yep. to the scale of this. This is insane. And nobody, I mean, people talk about it. It's on the news. We've mm. talked about it, yeah. right? I get that. But nobody, it seems like nobody no does one does anything, anything about, about it. It's like an act of war. Because, okay, they take advantage of the this whole the international, the yeah. yeah, you know, the whole international uh, water yeah. law and all that nonsense, yeah. law of the sea, whatever you want to call it, I captain, all that nonsense. <laughs> the thing is, they don't do that, though. They turn off their transponders and go into territorial yes. waters almost every That's freaking what I, night. Bringing this back, what yeah. I was trying to say is that they do this. They take advantage of the international sea laws, right? Yeah, and they break those boundaries break all the, the boundaries. time. Yeah. But then America does a freedom of movement exercise in, in international waters. ship in yeah. international waters yeah. and then China gets all mad, yeah. right? And it's pretty nuts because mm-hmm. 
I would like to examine <laughs> where a, they were. What is that on that ship? Is I that like know. a portrait of Chairman Mao or something? I think it may Doesn't be. it look like a portrait of Chairman Mao be, on that freaking boat? Would be hilarious. Yeah. Well, like seriously, what is on that boat? Someone enhance. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah. I. So look at this. Yeah. This is a sh- like some sort of atoll, right? Yes. And it's called the uh, Spratly Islands. Mm-hmm. And China's claiming these, right? Yeah, but now, that's a Philippine ship that's. Uh, like a wrecked ship. Yes. And so that's how the Philippines is like, this is ours. This is ours. This is our territory there. Now, (laughs) I would like to zoom out. Mm -hmm. The reason I show this is I want to zoom out. Mm. And I want you to see how close we as America got to China. Okay. Okay. Let's have a look here. Pause here. Oh, I got to pause. very important that you pause there. Okay, I'll go back. Don't worry. I'll, uh, we're looking at that ship. By the way, China's furious because they've got Philippines has people stationed on that boat, yes. and they take supplies there. And the Chinese Coast Guard's always trying to stop the supply ships, mm-hmm. little supply boats, to get there because they don't want that ship there. <laughs> okay, let's, let's look at this. All can right. you can you point out to me? You can you can point at this green screen here. Mm. Where are the Spratly Islands? Uh, they're right here. Okay, little dots. Where's Where's China? Can you show me China? No. I mean, up there is like, uh, is that Hainan up there? Yeah. Where's that, mainland China? Uh, above this. You can't see it. Because it's not there. No, it's not in this map. So what you're telling me is that, devil's advocate here, mm-hmm. China's getting mad at the U.S. doing a freedom of movement exercise. Next to the Philippines. Next to the Philippines in the Spratly Islands. Can you point at the Spratly Islands again? Here. In saying that they were in China. The U.S. Yeah. warship was in China. Where, again, where's where's China on this map? It's, well, if you that that China's right not on this map. No, China mainland, mainland China is not, not on this map. map. That's true. They <laughs> are so far away mm-hmm. from mainland China. You you can now understand maybe that I I wanted to do this a little facetiously. If you yes. don't understand the South China Sea controversy, you maybe now understand the sheer claim that China lays to the South China Sea. Yeah. All, almost all of Vietnam is on this map. Yes. Almost all of the Philippines is on this map. That's the thing. Look look here, where my hand is, that's the Philippines, right? Yes. And so the islands are right next to the Philippines. And so yes. it's claimed by the Philippines because it belongs to the Philippines, right? Yes. These Spratly Islands. But China, which you don't see on the map, which is up there somewhere, is like, no, all of this belongs to us, including yes. your stuff. Yes. You know? So... How ridiculous is that? It's very ridiculous, but it has caused a big hoo-ha. It has. It was big, big, big news. Mm. Um, but it, moving on, the hypocrisy the hypocrisy continues yeah. because what just happened in Cambodia? Well, mm. China has yeah. just pulled up to the Rian naval base and now is has its own naval soldiers there oh. and is now doing joint operations with Cambodia and the rest of the world is very worried sure because they might have just achieved what exactly what we've been talking about in the belt and road initiative Mm -hmm. a usable port for their own navy yeah that's what they want they want to expand they want to expand and colonize without calling it colonization it's pretty bad though like this is not what you want to see yeah the the imperialist country of china it's funny because they Mm. would just really hate that word don't Mm -hmm. they Mm-hmm. It's true. It's just what's happening, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, is anyway, this, this this is, is something else. This is Wilmar Corner. Okay, so now we can do Wilmar Corner, um, where we, we talk about the Wilmars. Oh, we were still what? Yeah, that that is Wilmar Corner. So you just played that. So wait, are we in Worldview now? No, this is still Wilmar. It's corner. still Wilmar yeah. Corner. Okay, then ignore this title screen, and let's go back to this. <laughs> Okay, so uh, the CCTV Spring Festival Gala announced their mascot. Okay, on December six which would be like yesterday or whatever. Yeah, two days ago. I don't know about this one. Well, you know, like the Spring Festival Gala has a mascot. Yeah, yeah. It's like their New Year show. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you have a mascot. Like China loves this mascot. Like that <coughs> Bin Duan Duan or whatever. They always have a mascot sure. for everything, right? Sure. So anyway, they unveiled this mascot. In fact, let me get us out of here. You can see it's a dragon thingy that's got fireworks and stuff, right? However, <clears throat> um, let's see. It's called the mascot is called Long Chen Chen. Okay, Long meaning dragon. So Dragon Chen 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 Dragon. All right. It's said that the design inspiration of this mascot brings together the dragon elements from the five domestic museums. However, netizens discovered that it was actually an AI drawing because AI cannot draw <laughs> fingers. It. Yeah, and I'll get us out of there. Um, and Long Chen Chen has a different number of toes on each foot, oh, and funny. the perspective is wrong. It cannot be the work of a human artist. Low-level error. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. You found this, eh? Yeah. This is a good one. So, again, this is just... just China being lazy and taking shortcuts. Uh, Remember when they claimed, we've done this so many times on the, sh on the show, they claim they've got like an AI presenter or something, and uh, it's literally someone with a Snapchat filter. Or, yeah. you know, like um, yes, this one, you know? And beautiful. Sarah AI, who's just a plug-in for Unreal Engine with a booth babe and a microphone behind it. But that's Huawei's new AI, you know? They just always take these stupid shortcuts. So, yeah. Even state media is now creating their nonsense uh, mascots with AI. Isn't that crazy? That is pretty funny that they would do such a high-level mascot on AI. But you yeah. know what? They'll just claim that it was on purpose because yeah. like, they're the leaders of AI. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. By the way, now we're in Worldview. Now we're in... No, this is still Wilmot Corner. Is this still Wilmot Corner? It's kind of happened in Florida, dude. Okay. So Worldview. we can... It's Worldview. Yeah. All right. Florida's the world. Yeah, well, it's not China. You're right. You are <laughs> yeah. right. So anyway, but he was deported to China. He was. Um, you may have heard about this rather disturbing case um, that happened in Florida. This poison man. Yeah, former Florida chemistry student charged with injecting poisonous toxins underneath his neighbor's front door has been deported to China, and it's unlikely uh, to face and he's unlikely to face charges in the U.S. Which yeah, is yeah. By the way, this says the reason we. We wanted to put this in, and it's not related to China when he was here, but he was deported. And it was interesting he didn't get arrested, or he didn't get charged. Go to trial. And then get deported. Yeah, it is weird that they did yeah. that. And I have no idea why they would do such a thing, because that's a miscarriage of justice. Yeah, I guess. It is a miscarriage of justice. For those, those of you who don't know the story, um, his, I believe it was his upstairs neighbors had a little baby mm. who was crying a lot and stuff. So he got pissed off because of the noise. Florida man. Yeah, and uh, it was weird. The parents were noticing that their child was getting very sick mm. and that they were feeling sick and weird and woozy and stuff. So they set up a camera at their front door, and you can go look it up, but you can actually see this guy sneaking up to their front door. He's a chemistry student taking, like, a clear pipe out of his bag and injecting, like, a gas underneath their door in order to basically gas them. And whether he was trying to murder them or trying to, like, do something terrible, either way, it was serious stuff. Yeah, it's, it's not, interesting you didn't get charged. Yeah, it's, it's not like a, a small fry thing. It's pretty much could be checked up as you could put it down to attempted murder at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. But for some reason, he did get arrested, and he had a trial date set. Oh, uh, okay. So he did, he did have a trial date set, but then they deported him before he could go to trial. Oh. Yeah, that's weird. But, weird. but again, like, who knows? But yeah, like, shouldn't you go to jail for, like, trying to kill people? I think you should at least go to trial. Yeah. There's evidence. They've got yeah. video evidence of him doing it. He is a chemistry student. Yes. He tried to murder his neighbors or at least tried to incapacitate them yeah. or whatever he was trying to do by injecting noxious chemicals under their door. 
Yeah. It's a bit, you know, it's a bit weird that they're like, okay, you can just go back to China and avoid any any criminal anything. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Anyway, yes. I'm just saying it's just saying it's what I said. I said it's weird. Super weird. Yeah. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, I guess there is a warrant out for his arrest because I was reading the article. Um, because he didn't show up for his court date, because he had been deported, there's now a warrant out for <laughs> Wait, his what? arrest. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he didn't turn up for his court date Interesting. because he was deported. And because he didn't turn up for his court date, there's an, a warrant issued out for his arrest. Interesting. So if he does try to come back to America, he will be arrested. Oh, uh, okay. So that that's, makes it a little less weird because it's like, well, you're not coming here anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, that's true. At the same time, though. Like he's not getting back. Yeah. Ah, man. Anyway, do do we want to cover this one last nah. topic? No, not this time. No, it's too. It's okay. It's, that can... it's really interesting, but I'll put it in the next show. Okay, we'll bring that over. Okay, so uh, that means it's time for us yes. to do our Q and A. And unlike injecting like things underneath people's doors, <laughs> yeah. this is the part where we actually answer yes. people's questions and you question our answers. It's called Yamcha. So feel free to relax, chill. It's Friday, guys. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend uh, lined up. I'm going to loosen the tie and say stay awesome and farewell to those of you who are not sticking around because we do take this out on Monday. So you get to watch it live. You get to see it on the weekend. But otherwise, uh, yeah. Yes. Catch you next time. So let's do it. Are you ready? Mm. (coughs) Yeah. Thank you you to Aya. Uh, Thank you to Magneto Twister. Welcome to the Winston Show featuring Matt. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed that little thing. Just use Google. Use Google and you'll figure things out. Charles Womack says, My name is Fred Rogers and I'm a journalist with this SA Hong Kong Beacon. I'm doing a story on foreigners who study Xi Jinping thought. I will just need both of your mom's maiden names. (laughs) Nice. Nice. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, Magneto Twister also says, Winston, consider making Matt a co host, Hong. Yeah, okay. I'll consider that. I'll consider that. Or I could just say, Hong, Hong, Hong. To hell with you. Duel with you. Uh, <laughs> LJ Smith says, uh, nice of you to help the small and unknown YouTubers like Seamilk. Pig, I know. Pig Bay. Ah, uh, yes. Makes me at the By the way, we're super stoked. You've got to wait for that 10-minute soundbite. That yeah, but no, we're super stoked on Monday. We're having the, oh, the yeah. Royal Rumble. Mm. Um, All levels of uh, patron get it. Yes. Yeah. This time, it doesn't matter. You don't need to be part of the Chaban Ho tier because it's like a big celebration. Yeah. We do it once a year. It's a Royal Rumble. And on Monday, if you're a patron, even if you're the lowest tier patron, you will get access to it, okay? So yeah. if you haven't already, head on over to patreon.com forward slash ADV podcasts because it's going to be a blast. That's all I can say. It's like, you know, we, we pit all the characters from the show uh, up against each other. So we've got Subway Wonder Man, we've we got Dear Wong. It, it just no, happens. It's, yeah, we don't know the outcome yes. yet, but it's basically a big wrestling match with all the characters from the show. And we don't watch it. Yeah. We watch it live with you yes. and do live commentary over the fight. Yes, it's, it's going to be... It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah we it's love gonna it. It's going to be amazing. At least so, it was the first year. Yeah, yeah. Save the date. Is that what you say in America? Yes, on Monday. Mm. Um Please join us over there on patreon.com slash ADV podcasts. And again, at any level, just for this episode, the yes. early celebration. It's kind of a Christmas bonanza. Yeah, it's fun. Come wait. It's called the, the, sh- uh, the, the Royal Rumble. The Royal it's Rumble. It's incredible. Yeah. You're going to have so much fun. See you on Monday. Um, anyway. Kenton Compton says, hey, guys, I just wanted to let you know that I've been watching the podcast from the beginning, and I'm currently at episode 8-6. Oh, nice. That's like my, my YouTube. Like Low 86, yeah. Just after you all cracked up at the great soundbite. Can I have one? Mm. Oh, that was the first great. Great. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. 
Uh, Turd Ferguson says, please make C-Milk a permanent part of the show. He's really good. Hong Hong. Yeah, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. I'll do this. Uh... I withdraw that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I withdraw. Honorable Matisa. withdrew that. <laughs> Maybe. He's uh, going to be in the Royal Rumble, by the way. Is he? Yeah. That's Honorable amazing. Honorable Yeah. He's going to be in it? He's going to be in the Royal yes! Rumble. Yes. That's fantastic. He's, he's coming special. The creator told you. Yeah. Nice. He's specially coming. Koala1203. This Yamcha. So we got new characters this year. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's awesome. I was hoping there'd be a new additions. Yeah. Okay, are. great. Yeah. Koala1203 says this Yamcha segment of the China show is officially endorsed and sponsored by Stephen Armstrong, Willie Medisha for the 2024 US elections. <laughs> Don't have with this senator. Oh, yeah. Pleb says uh, your guest seems knowledgeable, but I miss Z Milk. Rip <laughs> old China show. Yeah. Oh well, I'll give you this. Where I can find the self homogenation? Where? Oh, Dan. Mm-hmm. Saturi Sarutobi says greetings from Germany. Then he gave a one of those Italian. Italian. Italian Interesting. Thing. Okay. Uh, Ruby R. Agagon says, I really, I really liked how Milk just sauntered into it. Mm. My bro made a bet with me that C Milk would just be a guest, and it happened. I would draw my case. <laughs> okay, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out from Las Vegas. Now keep up the good fight. Thank you very much. <laughs> Butthouse says, Sky don't lie. How about look the view? <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't we don't have view. it. No, we don't. You don't look the view? No, no, we don't. Actually, what we do we have? Do. No, we don't. I've got, um, I got something you got else. Den. What's how dear? What's how dear? Yeah, I do have a dance. a couple dance. Yeah, I do. I've got this. I one. didn't see anything particularly <laughs> intelligent. Oh, I thought that was Look the View. Yeah, no, we don't have Look the View. I'll put it in. Um, three trains back to back. We'll give you one train. Okay. RCMKPS, she says. Winston, blown away that you played that opening stone cold with not one smile or break. Hands down, freaking awesome. Please tell your special guest, remind me again of his name, that oh, I love yeah. his haircut. Oh, yeah. So apparently apparently she loves your haircut, Seamilk. I appreciate mm. it. I was thinking about keeping it short these days. I'm growing mm. too old to have this long ass hair. Mm. I'm not going bald, going bald, I promise. No, it suits you. It's fine. Thanks. Anthony Saints says, hey, we need a what's out for all that garbage that China's, China's trying to sell us. Yeah, that's true. There we go. <laughs> Mark Carl says, thank you, Winston. Have a great uh, you have a great guest this weekend. Invite yeah. him again. I will. I'll consider inviting him next week. Thanks. Mm. Uh, Mr. Key says, y'all finished Baldur's Gate? Hurrah for 27 months. We have not. I feel like we're at, towards the end. Yeah, you know that that whole uh, battle with Raphael, if you've ever we done it, it's so, but it's so good. The, it's, it's like so the music. Yeah. It's like a Disney song You feel something. like you're in a Disney yeah. movie actually sl- on behalf of God slaying the devil. It's so it's fun. It's incredible. Yeah. You feel like righteous. It's great. What yeah. a good game. What a good game. So good. Yeah, we'll finish it eventually. We don't have a lot of time to play, but uh, when we do... We that t- battle took us forever, but I think it was yeah. my probably one of my favorite parts of the game. It's been fun, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Magistrar Generalis, being on the topic of history, how does China explain the U.S. military hardware that was given to them during World War II? Are they censoring that as well? Absolutely. That's not really yeah, well talked they don't, about. They don't talk about the fact that America and <clears throat> England and many other countries helped them um, fight against the Japanese. That just doesn't come up. It's always they defeated them single-handedly, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. Uh, I.K. says, bro, is Norm MacDonald. He doesn't look like Norm MacDonald. He's talking about the... the oh, the, the, the green BS. screen guy. Yeah, exactly. BS. Yeah, that guy's fucking... Yul Young says, Yin's better put respect on Pittsburgh's name, pit number one. Pit number one. Um, I was just trying to find a good a good spot of this. I appreciate Pittsburgh's accent. I know everyone hates it, but I think it's so funny whenever I hear it. Is that respect it. if you find something funny? It's just so Is unique. That it's the most unique accent in America, for mm-hmm. sure.
Yes. That's exactly what he was trying to say over there, I'm pretty I sure. I wanted to say Fiesta. Okay, I'll get there. It'll be right in the beginning. I love his entrance. Yes. Oh, and, and that. Yeah, okay, well, that. we'll just He's play this, so this bit. Yeah, yeah, here it comes. Here we go. Bit of cultural destruction first. China's changing fast, and so are its maps. <laughs> but I can look physically dazzling like these Chinese. Maybe I should grow old here. This year marks the 70th. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Weird. I still don't. It's get very it. interesting how they latch on to these presenters in China, and then they put them through so many different rinse cycles. You know, they'll be yeah. like, "Now you got to be a professional-looking presenter. Mm. Now you got to be the butt of a joke, and you have to be this stupid little bouncing on papers." Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just like these poor guys. Like, do they? Ha- they don't have an image. They just have to be. Whatever the masters tell them. I feel like people them. really care about face in Jersey because he had definitely has some Jersey influence. I can tell by the accent. I, I'm pretty sure people really care about their image there. Well, uh, next <laughs> you know? week you'll see this guy probably doesn't. And if he does, I don't know what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, boy. Yeah. Hello. Dylan yeah. says, please say terror, horror, and mirror. <laughs> okay, try. I did it. I did you it. did. Yes. Terror, horror. <laughs> And mirror. It sounds like you just say whore. It does. It really does. Uh, look at the look at the whores in this mirror. Yeah, this is so. When you go out to rent a horror film, what are you actually renting? Well, I don't because that practice had died probably about twenty years ago. But what I would say is, I'd like to see your finest horror movies, please. And they would say, they're like, okay, come to the back the curtain. The curtain. Yeah, they got this triple X. You know. Oh man. Anyway, terror. Yeah. Horror. And yeah. mirror. Yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there. It's, yeah, it's a market improvement. It's a market improvement. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, Gert E says, thanks, guys. Everyone arguing about South Jersey versus Pittsburgh. Guys, let's say he has a little of both. I'm pretty good at accents. He definitely has a little of both. Mm. Uh, Gert E says, thanks, another CCPI opener. Juan Riz says, uh, long show, long, long time member of the show. Cool. Um, if I, If not for the show, I would not know about the real China. Can I get a Chinese piss egg? You certainly can. And thank you for being a long-term oh, uh, member of the show. Mm, That's our gift. Mm. Apologies for such a lousy gift. But uh, he also says, America, also, America is the greatest country on earth. Yeah. And you know what? I would agree with I you. I agree with you, too. That's why oh, I'm that's here. Nice. That's nice of you. Oh, I, I wouldn't choose to live in the worst <laughs> country on earth. Probably not. You know? Magistrate General says, may I please get out? I would draw that. There needs to be some context. Okay, I'll give you... It's got to be a little bit of context. Yeah. So we'll start Hong, 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 Hong. I withdraw that. What am I looking at over Thank right? you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, oh, on the screen. Oh, much. You're looking at... Uh, <laughs> yes, you're looking at that. Like a man with a leg in a table. Something like that. <laughs> what I just, the heck? I don't know why they thought this was such a good idea. They don't know. I love it, though. Anyway, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in democratic China, politicians vote for you. Says, okay. Yeah. Paula 1203 says, that report, Xinhua reporter guy looks like a gangster, or sounds like a gangster or a head don of Italian mafia. Yeah. Pleb says, you know what they say, green screen, green hat. <laughs> Do they? I mean, I love it, though. I love it. We're using a green screen. Yeah, but we're right using a green, but we don't, like, walk around pretending we're <laughs> sure. on a stack of papers in front of Xi Jinping books. I wouldn't say that about him. He didn't come up with this idea, huh? We this went guy. along with it, though. Yeah. I love the fact that there's like two Xi Jinping books right next yes. to um, As yeah. he yodels or, or as he does a Tarzan. Tarzan, yeah. Um, Anthony Saint says, I'm not, hey, I'm not sure what is your source. <laughs> Please let us know. Oh, okay, sure. My source is that I made it the f up. Nice. Um, Juan Ruiz, thank you very much. Gordon Freeman says, new guys don't really bring me into the scene. 
scene or a moment quite like Jaunty. I guess he's not that great. <laughs> oh yeah, he's not that great. I get it. Jaunty is my Jaunty's great. I think he's yeah. genuinely probably a good person. Yeah, and but you know you could at least say it's kind of nice. Yes, I think he's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, Gordon Freeman says, smash the like button. He didn't do genocide denial or Xi Jinping thought. No, he didn't, did he? No. Sean O'Sullivan says, I'm in a bad place mentally. Please ball sack me. Okay, well, here we go. if that helps you, then you got it. you've been helped. And I'm sorry about that. Yeah, get out of that headspace. Get out of that. You know what? It sucks. And we've all been there. We've all been there. But you just got to write it out yes. <clears throat> it will go away just write it write it out there is light at the end of the tunnel yep. you don't you don't see it yet but it's coming you will just write it out something will snap you out of it too if you keep it if you keep your mind open to the idea yeah, yeah. and stay awesome that's yes. where i came up with my phrase you ruled there's a friend of my friend of mine was going through a rough period so the whole stay awesome thing was to encourage her to get through this rough period and it's about that. It's like, just be yourself. Mm. Just stick to it. You'll get Manchan. through it. Come on, Sean. Yeah. You got you're, this. You're, Big you're time. Good. You're Big good. time. You're good. Johnny Somali says, I live at Pig, Pig Bay, but it makes me irritate. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. Isn't Johnny Somali that stupid guy in Japan, that live streamer, that black dude who like kept causing trouble? No idea. He got like arrested or whatever. It yeah. makes me irritate. Well, I mean, I'm not saying you do. Yeah, I'm it's it's pretty well known. I don't, I don't it's know like in the news. <laughs> it's one of those things I don't know. Okay, it's right. one of those rare things I don't know. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Moritz Stripmatter says China just opened visa-free travel to Europeans. What are your thoughts? I think they are trying to smooth things over. Period, because of the economic downturn. I also have seen a ton, a ton of pro-China content. Dude, maybe that's why there's YouTubers. all these travel channels yeah. are suddenly doing the travel channel things because the visa issue. I think also... And they're being approached. And they're, you know, like we get approached too. We've been approached a lot by these um, tourism companies that are actually just the Chinese propaganda department yeah. saying, you know, hey, we'll fly you over here and we'll pay for your hotels and everything. We'll take you around and give you spending money and stuff. You just yeah. have to make videos for your channel. Yeah. So they will actually approach travel yeah. vloggers and stuff to do this. So you're going to see a lot of that. Um, and yeah, China's right now, if you look at uh, how bad Can you get is, this off here? What? This guy, I mean, he's just part of, the, part of the team right now, <laughs> you know, with his president Xi Jinping, as he says. Okay. Um, I'm just saying that China's realized that it's maybe gone a little bit too far. Yeah. And it's sullied its image a bit too yeah. much with its wolf warrior bullshit. So it has to try and reel it back a bit. Sure. Anyway. Uh, Gabriel Keen says, thank you for the amazing content. As always, you guys truly make my week. Can I get a crisp THX certified lossless Ogvorbis regarded train? <laughs> oh, you certainly can. <laughs> Here it comes. Nicely put. Try, try and burn that on a CD and play it <laughs> later, you know? Then you're going to end up with Red Book audio. All, dude, all you need to do is take any data CD and put it in an old CD player and press play and you'll hear something like that. You will. Oh, true, yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Nigel Carruthers says, what is the sork of Matt's facts and figures? <laughs> oh, man. Where I can find the sork of imagination? Where? Yeah. The, uh, Morgan says, the shill cycle. Number one, make you feel special, you move to China. Number two, make you do bizarre things for state media. Number three, falsely accuse you of crimes, so you have no choice but to leave. Is this true? Thanks for a great show. That sounds a little um, specific. I don't think that's the, the falsely like accused of crimes. I don't know, but the the thing is, 
what I've seen happen in the past with some particular shills is they are encouraged to talk about certain things in a certain way, like let's say to attack the USA um, constantly. And sure. they're encouraged sure. to do this. But then when like now, when China suddenly does a 180 and they're like, oh, we have to be friendly to the USA, you're not allowed to do that anymore. Correct. And if you do continue with that, then they will intervene and say like, That's hey, right. you're not allowed That's to do right. that. And you get into trouble. Uh, Moritz says, Italy just pulled out of the cheap dealership. Marco Polo doesn't didn't go by his ship. He traveled by the old Silk Road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, Pleb says, smokable veggies are the most nutrition. They have no calories. I'm sea milk. I don't know what the heck you're talking <laughs> smokable about. Smokable veggies. Uh, Rum Runner says, China made the Italians an offer they could refuse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Leticia, thank you very much. Claw 1203 says, can Belt and Robe be a sound by Uidailu Belt and Row? Belt and Row, I don't uh, know. Pleb says, another classic <laughs> Italy flip-flop. Just like uh, back in the the Great Revolutionary War, War O oh, Belt and Row, I think it's their best song yet. If you ignore Long Pig, am I right? Thank you for all the hard work, fellows. That's some great <laughs> piss eggs. You got to have a lot of sound bites there. Give it great. I'll, I'll, I'm going to give one. Okay. Great. Okay. I there don't want go. Long Pig. We've had too many of this. Oh, sorry. We just Find the Lake. That's cool that you get to meet her. That's nice. RCMKPS. Did you guys hear about Timu? Massive class action lawsuit for spyware on people's tech when you went to on their website and then having massive security breach. I did not hear about that. No, that's but that's cool. good news. I mean, it's cool that they caught that because yeah. that's <clears throat> terrible. But that we all knew that was what's going on. Like, dude, this Temu thing is literally a cancer. Mm. It's horrible. I wouldn't say it's literally a cancer. It literally is a cancer. Like if cancer could be digital. Okay, digital cancer. It's there digital cancer. Yeah, it's a, it's a... It's malignant. Yes. CS13 mm. says Europe and America will be united. And we all know the consequences of persistently poking a bear. Mm. Santa's Whiskey says, would you like me to be the cat? No, we're not playing that. Oh, no, yes, we are. Like <laughs> to be the cat? Valet Patel, keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Juan Ruiz, thank you very much. Uh, Peter says, uh, Winston, your guest did okay. Okay. Keep him on. All right. Okay. And then uh, what, he wants to know the source of uh, Dr. Balsack. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What is Dr. Bolsack's source? Okay. <laughs> My source is that I made it the f*** uh, Doc Slothington says, mm -hmm. old Doc back again. I would be remiss if I didn't point out that Monday is going to be the fight for the ages, and Chinese mm. ox must pay. <laughs> Have a good weekend. As you know, Doc Slothington, our oldest fan yeah. um, and our oldest friend, uh, 300 plus years old, don't know how he does it, um, mm. has had a rivalry with Chinese ox for yes. years now. And is going to duke it out in the ring. Yes. It should be incredibly entertaining. Yeah, you can't wait. Sure, you made sure that you told him that they're in there, right? Yeah, they're in there. Okay, cool. They're in there. Mm. Uh, RDE Josh, great show, Winston, but you shouldn't Thank let you. your guests boss you around so much. It's your show <laughs> after all. Yeah, okay. I'll take that into consideration for next time. Thank you. Abu Kumar says, hey, guys, great show. Opinions on Florida. Would you ever consider traveling through the state on bikes? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'd, hot, love, but... I'd love to go to what, you know, in uh, that movie True Lies, they have those bridges at the Florida Keys or whatever. Yeah, that looks amazing. I want to go on those. Yeah, I want to go on those. I've been all over Florida, but I haven't been to the Keys. Yeah, I'd like to ride a bike over those or a car yeah. or something. Leticia <laughs> says, just want to thank you for those that raise you up both with the self-confidence to explore your dreams and give a voice to those who feel mute. That's really sweet, Leticia. Yeah. And we love thank having you. you on the show. Yes, we'll always do that as much as we can. Pasamio says, great guess, but does he understand China? You got that. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. You got to understand China. I think I do. I'm starting to get the knack of it. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. You guys think I don't? Hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> George Hazard. Do people ever get punished for destroying ancient buildings in China? I remember a previous episode when workers damaged a great wall. They actually got in trouble because it went viral. Yep, yeah, if you get caught. 
Yeah. If you get caught. Yeah, but the thing is, a lot of the times it's the local government that actually does it. So that's something, you know, you cannot avoid. Don't forget, Mao Zedong actually told people to go take bricks out of the Great Wall. He said, yeah. go destroy it. Take yeah. what you want to build your little uh, pigsty or whatever. Yes. Just take the bricks from the Great Wall. So, look, during that whole era, that whole time that Mao Zedong was around, they destroyed China's historical buildings, all of them pretty much. Okay, Anything of any religious value and stuff was definitely targeted. So there's not much left to really talk about. But then the modern-day governments now... They want to up tourism, and we've seen it ourselves. They'll take an ancient building, and they either knock it down and build something that looks like a touristy temple or something, uh -huh. or they'll like put wallpaper basically on it and make it look like it's got fake bricks and stuff. They'll do terrible things to these ancient relics. Even the Forbidden City itself. If you go into, in Beijing, the most important sort of historical thing in China, if you go there and you look at the shoddy way in which it's been painted it looks like kindergarten has got a hold of it with crayons or something if you look yeah. close it's really bad yes. and if you contrast that with actual preservation if you look at how um england or the uk does it with their buildings their old buildings when they replace something they make sure they use the exact same mortar mix you know with the same materials mined from the same lime cliff where the original you know they do all that stuff to preserve it right in the lemon cliff yeah exactly but you know what i'm talking about right yeah same in Japan, when they replace the wood on a temple, it has to be from the same family of tree, not yeah. just the same tree. It has yeah. to be like an offspring of that actual tree. They really yeah. care about that stuff to make sure it's very accurate. Yeah. In China, they literally like go down to Home Depot, get some green paint. You know, that's what they do. Yeah. And if you look at it, it's appalling. Uh, anyway, my rent's over. Was... Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Anyway, um... Chinese equivalent of home, like, jia, like yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Maurice Stewart Matter, I'm very skeptical about the serpent guy. He seems sus, too British. Oh, okay. Nice. So I've got someone on my team. Mm. Uh, sorry, I have a cold of you guys asking. Yeah. I'm sorry for sniffing. Mm. Um, Pleb says, since Christmas coming up, can I have a different... <laughs> I won't say this blasphemous word, but he would like to see someone cussing out the Japanese, the repercussions. Oh. <laughs> oh, that. Yes. <laughs> 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 I won't excellent. say, you know, in the context of Christmas, I won't say what you said, but you, you <laughs> yeah. got, you got. Yeah, 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 exactly. Very uh, Christmas feel to that, to be honest. <laughs> kind of reminds me of the Bible stories and all that, you know? Coffee, cuppy, thank you very much. Johnny Somali, I guess, not the, that guy. I guess yeah. the guy with the same name says, your guest sea milk makes me irritate. Pig day, please. <laughs> oh, one more time. Makes me irritate. Uh, why do we not have Take the Pills, Jeff, as a soundboard? We gotta make a note. I'll make it for next I time. I am tired of writing notes because you never do it. I do it, but you have to remind me. Right. He writes a note, but then he never reminds me. So how am I okay, supposed to right. do it, right? right? Yeah. And then that one today we made, right? Yeah, exactly. The, what was uh, that one? Um, yeah, yeah, the Neoden, just write Neoden. Oh, Neoden, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I already pre prepared yeah, it, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, Dragonilla says, we as a community need a tiny green screen mat in Winston. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, you can make us quite small. Yeah. Put us well, in I mean, yeah, but that's not the same. I think she no. means, like, yeah, we need to be walking around yeah. or something. We'll, we'll, figure, we'll figure something out. Call at 1203 says, uh, thoughts on Argentina withdrawing from their invitation to join BRICS? I'm on the fence about that one because some things just came out about a bit of a flip-flop. So we're going to keep our eye on it. We were going to cover it, and then some things happened that disappointed us greatly. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll keep our finger on the pulse. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. will. Um, metaphorical. 
apparently someone predicted many months ago, an anonymous person, uh, that when someone kicks Seamilk off the show, this is preposterous. It is. It is completely it's preposterous. It's preposterous. Uh, Paul Senkins, thanks for saying I'm that. I'm actually starting it. to forget how to say preposterous. I know. I, Prepos- no, I say preposterous. Though. I say, like, yeah. what is wrong with us? There's too much of this nonsense. Yeah. It's, I mean, preposterous. There are people. No? How do you even say it now? There, remember that woman? She said to her husband. <laughs> yeah. Like she says, like these quotes, and he gets mad. <laughs> yeah. Like people have changed their vocabulary to our lore. I know. It's that you messing guys have with me. Create. Yeah. So. Oh well. Rain your guest in. He's getting a bit leppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep on to quote Neil Young. Keep on rocking in the free world. Exactly. All right, guys. We'll see you on the special. Royal Rumble. Remember, anyone at any patron level will get access to it. It's going to be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Please join so us on much Monday. Fun. Yeah. Live commentary. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch it live with you. Mm-hmm. First time. Yeah. We haven't seen it either. Yeah. So it's going to be a surprise. It's going to be a, just great. We do know it exists. Yeah. We do know it exists. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this important conversation we have every week. Uh, we hope you had a great week. We hope you have a better weekend. Yes. And, uh, We'll see you on Monday for the Royal Rumble, and I'll have a video out next week as well. You too, probably, yeah? Yeah. Cool. So anyway, until next time, you know the drill. Stay awesome, and I won't cut myself off this time.